0: Hi, and welcome to the My Dog Made Me Do It Naturally podcast. I am your host, Kat Jepson, a canine nutritionist with an innate obsession with dogs and the natural ways in which we are driven to live because of them. So, let's get to it. Good morning. Happy Friday yet again. And today I'm going to be talking about the vitamins and minerals that are commonly missing from homemade diets and where to find them. So, The reason why many professionals in the canine nutrition world don't really like you to make your own food is because if you're just making it from meat and vegetables and carbohydrates, then there are a few key ingredients that will be missing that contain essential nutrients that your dog needs every day or over time, basically. And if you feed these foods that are missing in these vital nutrients over a long period of time, then that's how nutrient deficiencies can occur and then health problems start to arise. So, this short episode is going to discuss what's missing from typical homemade diets, the foods that contain them and a selection of foods that you can add to your meat and veggie homemade meals to ensure these important nutrients are received by your dog in their most bioavailable form. So, every dog needs A vast array of nutrients and a lot of processed pet foods follow the AFCO and Feddy guidelines to meet these nutrients. Now one thing to bear in mind is that processed dog food typically contains a synthetic vitamin and mineral mix which basically adds the nutrients back into the food after they have been heavily processed. But what I like to do is feed the nutrients in their fresh whole food form. Just because it's a little bit better quality than a synthetic version. And it's received by the body in a natural way. So if you feed kibble or processed foods, then you can still add these foods as toppers to give your dog some functional foods for longevity. And if you feed homemade cooked or raw meals, then you can use them to achieve your balance over time. So the first one is iodine. Now iodine is responsible for thyroid hormone synthesis and it controls the basal metabolic rate and it helps with cellular processes within the body. So in a nutshell, it helps your dog convert its food into energy. That's one of its primary functions. And foods that contain iodine are things like kelp which is seaweed and eggs. Now the next one is magnesium. So magnesium is responsible for bodily function. It helps with bone and soft tissue formation, muscle contractions, blood pressure, insulin metabolism, nerve transmission and neuromuscular coordination. So that is basically the connections between your nerves and your muscles. Now, magnesium can be found in foods like spinach, avocado, pumpkin seeds, and bananas. Next up we have manganese. So manganese is responsible for the metabolism of protein, fats, and carbohydrates. It helps with blood sugar regulation. And it's an antioxidant, so it gets rid of that oxidative stress and the damage from free radicals which can open doors to disease if they are left unchecked. Food sources of manganese include fur and feathers, so that would be your whole prey, your furry treats, things like that. Green tripe has a lot of manganese, spinach and mussels and oysters are also great sources as well. Then we have zinc. Now, it's important to note that the body does not store zinc, so your dog does need a regular supply. Zinc is crucial for cell membrane stabilization. So this is the strength of the gut lining and the skin and anywhere that there is a barrier needed. It also plays a role in the immune response as it helps to mediate inflammation. It's another antioxidant and it also helps with brain function. Great sources of zinc include organ meats, especially testicles, lean red meats, and oysters. Vitamin E is the next one, and vitamin E is the antioxidant vitamin. It's anti-aging. It prevents fats from going rancid in the body And it's crucial for neuromuscular, vascular, and reproductive health. So great sources of vitamin E include eggs, leafy greens, liver, and salmon. And the last one is vitamin D. So vitamin D is actually a hormone that aids calcium absorption. And it cannot be synthesized from sunlight in dogs like it can in humans. So we must be adding vitamin D into their diet. It's essential for bone formation, for the eyes, for the heart, for the kidneys, for the nervous system and for the teeth. And that's it. So simple. So, as you can see... There are six vitamins and minerals commonly missing from homemade diets and a lot of the foods that contain them have more than one of these nutrients in them. So by adding a couple of different foods each week, you can help to achieve that balance over time in whole food form. Now, just to pick out a few of the foods that you could possibly add in your rotations, I would go for... Kelp, eggs, spinach, oysters, liver, lean red meat, fur and feathers, which can be furry treats, organ meats, green tripe, and of course, oily fish. Now, you don't have to feed all of these in every single bowl. You could feed kelp and eggs and spinach one week, and then the week after, you could do oysters Furry treats and green tripe and rotate it that way just to get your balance over time. Now, organ meats I would be feeding daily because they are essentially like multivitamins of the natural world. But remember to only feed liver and other secreting organs as 10% of the total daily diet, which is broken down into 5% liver and 5% other secreting organ. Now this is to avoid a nutrient overdose because they are that nutrient dense. So you don't need to put loads of them in there. And just remember, just relax about it. If you do want to make homemade food for your dog, that's amazing. You're doing a great job. And if you do prefer to use a synthetic vitamin and mineral mix, then just get a multivitamin for your dog and add it to your meals. That way, you know, you can be sure they're getting the nutrients that they need. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope this helps you on your fresh feeding journey. Have a great day and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the My Dog Made Me Do It Naturally podcast. Don't forget to check out the caption for any links discussed here today. And please, if you enjoyed the show, follow along and listen for free on your favourite podcast app. If you have any questions or would like to share your story, feel free to email me at mydogmademedoitnaturally at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Purpose of this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and should not be substituted as advice from a veterinarian or other professional. It does not form a client relationship with me, the host, or any guest speakers, and any information is not intended to, and does not diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease and my guests express our own views thoughts and opinions as individuals and the podcast neither endorses or opposes the views products or services discussed here if your pet is ill always seek advice from your veterinarian i am not a veterinarian and i do not treat disease or offer medical advice